0: Hey, welcome to the Resolve Podcast, episode number five. I'm Carly Tizano, a New Year's resolution coach, obsessed with all things goal-setting, personal development, coaching, and of course, resolutions. One of my biggest goals is to help you reach yours. I'm here to provide the tools, support, and inspiration you need to reach your goals this year and every year, and to feel supported every day along the way. Today, I have a very special resolve too. It's something that has been kind of rolling around in the back of my mind for a while. And I've been able to talk to several people in my life about it. And each of them, when I I shared it with them, they kind of sat back and said, "Mm, that's a really good thought, a really good question. And so it's a conversation that I hope to continue to have with them and maybe with you as listeners to see what you think of this resolve two and what your answer is or what things fall into this category for you. So today's resolve two is to consider your grow lights. I'll be explaining a little bit more about what that means in just a minute. So a few months ago, I shared a post on Instagram. It was a story and by recently. I mean, this summer It was a couple months ago now, but this year has gone by so fast. It feels like it was just a few days ago. I shared this story about a plant that I had on my front porch, and it's actually one that I got Last year, and it died pretty quickly, but it it was a bulb plant. So I just kind of stuck it in my storage closet. And then when spring rolled around this year, I got it out again, started watering it and tending to it. And eventually, after a few months of nothing, as there often is with plants, or at least bulb plants, and I guess with our growth in general, I finally saw this little green sprout and I was (laughs) so excited. I texted my mom a picture and was like, look, it's growing. It's coming back. And then before I knew it, there were like 20 sprouts growing out of this little plant and it did great. It grew up and it sprouted and it was beautiful. It didn't have any flowers this year, but you know, sometimes it's just like that. That's okay. But what I noticed was as it sat outside on my front porch and I kind of have a little overhang as you do in the Pacific Northwest, we have lots of rain here. So you want your front door to be covered as you are balancing all your stuff and your keys trying to get in outside of the rain. And so I noticed it was kind of growing a little bit crooked. Like it was growing towards the edge of the cover out towards where like the sunlight would be coming in. It was experiencing phototropism. It was growing towards the light. And I was fascinated by that. I've loved the idea of phototropism ever since I was a kid and geotropism, all that stuff you learned about in seventh grade earth science. And so I was like, well, I don't want this plant growing completely crooked. So I turned it around so that it would straighten out. Hopefully as it started to grow towards the light again. And then the next day, as I was leaving my house, I walked outside and I was super confused because it was all crooked and it was leaning towards the light. And I went, I swear, I just turned this around yesterday so that this wouldn't be happening. And I realized that I did. But just that quickly, it had course corrected, started growing towards the light once again. And I was really struck by that. And it reminded me of a lot of great lessons, valuable lessons about what it takes for us to grow, what direction we're growing in, how quickly we can change course and still be right on track. Anyway, I read about all of that in my post this summer and, but it was kind of contemporary with that, that I was, I think, listening to a podcast and either the person who podcast it was, or someone they interviewed, they made this passing comment about grow lights and the idea that we should take some time to consider the environment in which we grow best. And more specifically, if there are individual things, which we could consider to be our grow lights. So the grow light was really just a passing term that this person used as the interview went on to talk about other things, but it is a phrase and an idea that really stuck with me and something that I've kind of been mulling over for the past several months since I heard it. Grow lights are an actual thing. I did have to look it up because I assumed it was, but in order to share all of this with you, I wanted to just make sure, but it is, it's a bulb or a contraption that you can use indoors to help your plants grow more effectively. It can even mimic kind of a greenhouse environment if that's what your plants need. And I also want to take up the caveat that conventional wisdom states that sunlight is still better. Clearly the plant on my front porch would agree. (laughs) It loved the sunlight. Sunlight is still technically better than a grow light, but Bear with me. The metaphor is only going to go so far. So, so just keep that in mind. But like with phototropism, plants grow towards the source of light even if it's a grow light. And as humans, I think we have those things in our life too. So if we can identify what kind of person we want to become or what the direction is that we want to grow in, we can specifically cultivate grow lights in that way. And you can go and grow in the way that feels most natural to you. Or even if it doesn't, you can go and grow in the direction that you want to, even if it's not the thing that comes most naturally to you. Something that I think and consider to be a grow light for me that it falls into both categories. It's something that I use to grow, but it also feels natural to me is education. It's something that I've always pursued at higher and higher levels, even in ways that I didn't necessarily need to through buying courses or working with coaches. That's something that I think a lot of people do naturally as well, especially in kind of this industry that I'm in self-help personal development. It's something that is almost expected, but it is something that I know helps me to grow. It's part of the reason why I decided to go and be certified by the life coach school. It's not something that's required in the life coaching industry, but it's something that I knew was going to be a grow light to help me go in the direction that I wanted, to give me the tools and knowledge and resources to of course help future clients, but also to facilitate my growth in the most natural way. And in a much quicker and faster method than if I was just sitting here in a house soaking up what natural light I could. If I had a grow light like the life coach school and like the life coach School certification program, I knew it would accelerate my growth that much faster. It would kind of have that greenhouse effect in that area of my life. So another grow light, at least for me, the consumption of personal development materials. So even separate from kind of courses in education, personal development materials in terms of books and podcasts. My progression with the Life Coach School is interesting because it started out with just the podcast. That's how I was consuming the material as a just personal development to learn and grow Um, in that direction. And then from there, I was able to progress into the self-coaching scholars program while I waited for certification to begin and then certification. So that's interesting because it kind of runs from just pure personal development all the way into that education, higher level development. But of course there's other podcasts that I listen to and I read tons and tons of books. Not only the ones that I share about here, um, I share about all my books on Instagram and my blog, but I love reading. I love consuming new information. I love that Means and method of education, particularly audiobooks. I mean, I read lots of books, physical books or ebooks as well, but I love the audio format. That might be why I've started this podcast here, too. Even more specifically, Connecting with people who I have I listened to their podcast or I've heard them interviewed on a podcast, that has been another grow light for me. It has helped me to facilitate and find relationships that are really meaningful with people who I hope to be like, I hope to become like, whether by following in their footsteps in something that they've done in their own life or just the whole person, I've been able to find and develop those relationships with people who the relationships themselves have become become kind of their own grow lights as I grow in a particular way or a particular Area or move towards a particular goal in my own life. Another grow light, as I was reflecting, I found is journaling. That's another one for me. I've been journaling every day for pretty much a decade. It'll be a decade in just a couple months. And it has kind of the opposite effect of the education and the personal development materials in that it helps me to empty my brain. I think it's like, it gives me the clean slate Well, I think of like a whiteboard. It's when, once you've come through with the nice eraser and probably some of that spray too, because that's often what it takes to get all the marks off of the whiteboard journaling is that for me, it helps me to get that crisp, clean slate so that then I can Kind of have the space in my brain and my life and the clarity that I need about the direction in which I need to head for those other grow lights to be truly effective. I also, as I was doing this research on actual grow lights and thinking about it in terms of the grow lights that we have in our own lives as well, I found that grow lights are they are, or they can be like, depending on the ones that you get, they can be specifically constructed or purchased to aid in various stages of plant growth. So there might be different things that you can, or have identified as helpful in the past, but that are no longer effective or as effective, or don't serve the same purpose for you anymore. You might be in a different phase of your growth. And so the grow lights that you've used in the past may no longer be in alignment with who you are or the person that you want to become. I also wanted to point out that girl lights are different from regular lights. This, this is kind of, again, where like the metaphor is reaching into reality, but so girl lights are different from regular lights, which are made for everyday use and the lights that you just have like above your dining room table or in your bedroom, those are based off of human need and consumption. So if we're continuing the metaphor, I would consider like the quote unquote regular lights that we have in our life to be the things that we just need anyway, in general, things like food or rest, sleep, love and connection, exercise, housing. Much like every plant needs fresh air and sunshine, but we can also have particular grow lights that make plants grow even faster, even more effectively. So we need the normal things like love and sleep and food, but we also can have particular grow lights, things in our life that we have added in addition to those things that facilitate those things even more, or it could be those things kind of taken to that added level of depth. Like I know that I need sleep. (laughs) I need at least eight hours to really be operating at my best and most effective self. I will admit that this is the area that I know I have been doing the worst at in my life lately. Sleep has been kind of the first thing to go as I've been working on and focusing on other things and giving myself rest in other ways. But I know that sleep is something that I need to start working on. need to start thinking about because even though that is a normal area of my life, in order to really be growing at the speed in which I want to, I also need to kind of turn up the heat in that area, focus on it a little bit more to get that back at the level that I want to. So once we have those base level things, the food and the housing, some level of exercise and health, then we can begin to look for those things that are going to provide the extra boost, the extra bit of grow light that we need in order to go the direction that we want to. So It may mean going into deeper in one of those areas, like spending more time with loved ones, deepening certain relationships, exercising more, trying something new. Like I said, a lot of the connections I've been able to make with people in the coaching world or the personal development space, those are, sure, they're love and connection and relationships, but it's kind of taken to that next level. It's those things in the context of growth, in the context of future focus, of where I'm heading and the things that I want. And there's another flip side to all of this that I want us to think about. It's the idea of those things that detract from our growth, detract from our grow lights. Maybe they turn the grow light off. Maybe it removes it entirely, or maybe it's just the thing that's hindering our growth to begin with. So Gretchen Rubin, one of my all-time favorite authors and personal development people, she talks about certain things being like warning bells, or she uses the term canary in a coal mine. That idea or that sing comes from the idea of when miners would actually take canaries or birds with them into a coal mine and they would sing even in the darkness. But the key was if there was a carbon monoxide leak or some other dangerous gases ended up in the mining tunnel, the canaries or the little birds that they had would die, unfortunately, and they would stop singing. And it was a warning bell to them to say, "Okay, there's something in here. The bird has died. We need to get out of here before we die, too. So there are things in our lives that I believe play that role for us. There are little warning lights, the things that pop up on your dashboard that some people just ignore, but really are most of the time there for a reason. There are those things that when we notice them in our lives or we notice ourselves falling into those behaviors or into certain patterns that regressed into maybe from the past, uh, that's when it's time to take note and determine what path we need to follow going forward. So Gretchen Rubin says that one of her canaries in a coal mine is reading children's books. When she has a lot of things going on, she's working on a lot of different things in different areas of her life. She reads children's books. It's kind of like the thing that she's not having to read or consume new material. She's not having to think about a lot of things. She can just go back, reread old children's books. It's kind of a comfort thing, and I think in a lot of ways that it helps us find new capacity for all of the other things that we're dealing with when we aren't having to in an area like that. So related to that, I don't know if since hers was book related, that triggered uh, the thought that one of mine was book related, but it is in that for quite a long time, whenever I was going through a lot of things or had a lot of stuff on my plate, all I wanted to do was read Agatha Christie books, or at least when I in my reading life, that's the only thing I wanted to read. The only thing I wanted to pick up. And I still love Agatha Christie books, but I don't know that it's quite my canary in a coal mine. I haven't really read any Agatha Christie books this year, even though It has been a crazy year. I know, not just for me. I know a lot of us have been going through a lot this year, but I also noticed another canary in a coal mine that I was able to identify as I was getting ready to launch this podcast was that I wasn't listening to any other podcasts. I went through a solid month where I didn't listen to any, I didn't want to listen to them. I was actively avoiding them, even avoiding seeing the downloads pop up because (laughs) even that was stressful and it's totally okay. I actually was able to then as I got closer to this launch, felt like things were a little bit more under control. I actually went and unsubscribed from a bunch of podcasts that I was either dreading having to start again, or I realized this topics aren't really aligned with who I want to be anymore because even those things that are our grow lights, if we decide they're not the direction we want to be heading anymore, or maybe we just find a stronger grow light that is more suited to the stage of growth that we're in, it's okay to turn off those other ones. They aren't suited to us anymore and that's Okay. I also have noticed that, kind of related to the idea of capacity, that I've just been listening to less. Sometimes I'll turn off the audiobook that I'm listening to, or I won't hit play on the next podcast because my brain just needs a little bit more quiet, a little bit more capacity. And that is totally okay too. It's okay to find that nothingness or space is maybe the grow light that you need too. I was in a mastermind a few months ago. And we were discussing kind of different things, different ways to know that you have made it in your business or different things that you want to cultivate in yourself, in your life, in your business. And one of the things that I was able to pretty quickly identify that I wanted and that I was looking for was space. I noticed that I was having so many ideas when I was falling asleep. Those couple of minutes that I'm in bed after my head hits the pillow before I fell asleep or when I was in the shower or when I would go for a walk with someone else, but we weren't talking a lot and we were just being kind of quiet because I realized those were some of the few times when I didn't have something playing or I wasn't Planning out my to do list, or I wasn't trying to fit in a phone call in the car, or just any other number of things that I was trying to do. I was always listening, always going, always actively thinking. And so it was in those little bits of space that I had that my brain was finally going to work and creating and coming up with ideas. And I realized and I was able to articulate to my group that was something that I was looking for, something that I wanted in my life and business. And I realized that even that is a grow light, having that space for growth. Space to breathe, space for things to happen or not. And either is okay, but it's that space that I want. That's a direction that I want to grow in, of cultivating that space in my life. And so I was able to kind of use over the last couple of months and just in general, I was able to notice and realize that my brain was using that space or that desire to not listen to podcasts as a reminder that. This is a canary in a coal mine. This is a warning. There's a lot going on. You're stressed. You have a lot of things on your plate, but I'm also creating the space and the opportunity for you to turn on the grow light, to lean into creating more space and openness so that I have more capacity for everything, but also just because it's something that I want. It's something that I realized a lot of people went through like 18 months ago now, back at the start of the pandemic, when everything was kind of thrown up in the air. We were figuring everything out. It was such a unique collective experience, something that I really hope none of us have to experience again during our lifetime, but it was interesting to see how people shifted and changed and how their capacity changed and adjusted and how their grow lights changed or adjusted or not, and kind of where that left all of us. I know that I certainly was thrown into kind of personal um, and mental upheaval for just about two weeks. I think I was completely unsure of what was going on, what I was doing. I was in the middle of a move at the time. And there were just a lot of pieces (laughs) kind of floating up in the air that had to be figured out. But I was able to pretty quickly realize okay, there are some warning bells, some warning lights going on here. What do I need to do instead? How can I give myself whatever it is I need to get back to a baseline and then adjust my grow lights in the direction that I need to so that I can continue moving on in the direction that I want? Even when the world around me may be changing, even when things are uncertain and unsure, there are still things I can control. There are still things you can control, pandemic or not, no matter what you have on your plate, there are things that are within your control and your grow lights and turning them on, being able to facilitate your growth in whatever direction it is that you want to head. That is something that you are in control over. So there are times when maybe we need um, to adjust our grow lights. Maybe we need extra ones. Maybe we need less. Maybe we need new ones. Maybe we just need to change the ones we have, or we just need to be aware that our situation is stressful. Our life is stressful. The world is an upheaval and we can take those warning bells or the canaries in a coal mine, whatever they may be for you, we can take those into account as we figure out what the proper grow light format or structure needs to be for us. But so I encourage you to resolve to consider your grow lights. It's something that the more I think about it, the more I'm able to identify them in my own life, the more I'm able to see the value that they provide to me and how I've been able to use them in the past really to shape The present life that I've been able to create. And thus I'm able to kind of extrapolate that out into the future to think about which ones I want to begin to cultivate, which areas I want to find new grow lights in, because it's a direction that I hope to head and which ones I'm okay with turning off the light, which times I'm okay with letting something go. And which areas in general, maybe I just need a bit more space to allow a different kind of capacity to come in and fill. So I encourage you to resolve to consider your grow lights. Uh, Maybe send me a message. Let me know what yours are. I'm really curious and interested and intrigued. Um, I've been super interested in hearing what my friends have shared as I've talked about this idea with them. And so I would love to know what yours are, how you've been able to use them, if you're turning any off, if you're going to go find some new ones and just which ones you think are best suited to the phase of growth that you are in right now as a little human plant. Mm. <laughs> We're all little plants just growing on our journey. And we can all use some girl lights to help us make sure that we are growing in the direction that we want to. Okay. So, and what I am reading this week, I just finished the book, The Bomber Mafia by Malcolm Gladwell, which I really enjoyed. I wasn't too sure at the beginning. I've read a lot of Malcolm Gladwell over the years. And this is definitely, he kind of admits up front, it's a different style for him. And it definitely is. It's much more History and linear than a lot of the other stuff and a lot of his other writings. But he still brings his very deep research and analytical mind and style to it, which I really appreciated. I was surprised too, because I'm not a person who reads a lot of pure history or war books, but it was very interesting and fascinating. And I appreciated his analysis of all of it. I've read several books sort of similar over the past couple of months. And a lot of them have really missed out. I think when it comes to that analysis piece, I've been really sorely disappointed when they haven't quite spent enough time on taking a step back and analyzing everything that was shared. And he did a really good job with that in this book. And as soon as I finished The Bomber Mafia, I started a new book. I started Countdown Bin Laden, The Untold Story of the 247-Day Hunt to Bring the Mastermind of 9-11 to Justice by Chris Wallace. And that is another book. I know I just said I don't read a lot of history or war books, but I am really enjoying this book as well. I am completely fascinated by it. It's so interesting to see how all of those pieces came together, even though I was too young to remember 9-11. I was sharing with some friends recently that the day Bin Laden was killed is the one that I remember hands down so easily. That's one of my most vivid childhood memories and recollections. So it's been interesting to read about and learn about a lot of the things that I didn't know were going on behind the scenes that I really didn't know what happened at all. I didn't know all that went into it. So that's another book that... I'm really enjoying as well. (laughs) Even though I will admit they are kind of a little outside of my normal wheelhouse or books that I would normally reach for. They're ones that I both have really enjoyed and would recommend if they sound interesting at all to you. And today I would like to raise a glass and toast the hallmarks of this season. We have really truly transitioned into fall, at least here in the Pacific Northwest. I know some people started really at the end of August and I'm not about that. Summer is my favorite season. So After Christmas, although Christmas isn't really a season, but I still consider Christmas my most favorite season, (laughs) but I do enjoy fall too. I enjoy chai lattes and apple cider, hot chocolate. I promise I'm not obsessed with drinks as it makes me sound like I am. (laughs) I just love all of those. The cold weather, the warm sweaters. We've had some really, truly heavy days of torrential rain here in the Pacific Northwest, which I love as well. And I also wanted to give a shout out to my sweet friend, Rachel, who after a few days of heavy rain, she sent me a message and said, the heavy rain always makes me think of you, and I hope you're all cozy. And I just so appreciated her message. It's always nice to know when people are thinking of you, or is it something that something reminds them of you. And it was just out of the blue, and I so appreciated it. And we were able to talk and connect. And so I will raise a glass to you as well. If you send a message to someone, just wishing them a happy fall, or sharing something that reminds you of them, I'll raise a glass to you as well and toast to you too. So. I hope that you will maybe cozy up with the book as we enjoy this new season, but also take some time to consider what direction you want to be growing in, how you can utilize phototropism in your own life by creating and nurturing and finding the grow lights that are going to be best for you. Thanks for tuning into the Resolve podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Carly Tizano. I would love to connect with you. Don't forget to rate and review. It really helps other people find the show. And subscribe if you haven't already so that you don't miss another great episode next week. For the show notes or additional support in reaching your goals, check out carlytisano.com. Until next time, here's to all that lies ahead.